This is The 451. I'm Summer Brennan. I'm Jesse Hirsch. And I'm Jonathan Mann. And we are a podcast for The Resistance. What are we doing here, Summer? It's it's uh, <laughs> it's not Monday. It's Thursday. What's what's the no, deal? No, it's Tuesday. Oh, it's Tuesday, <laughs> but it's gonna be Thursday. So yeah, you, when people hear this, it'll be Thursday. Yeah, so. but in actual fact, as we record, Jeff Sessions is like sitting with a baby on his lap. Yep, somewhere. So that happened. <laughs> we are recording a little interim episode because we thought this would be better than having to wait a week and a half because. We are changing our broadcast day from Monday to Thursday. Yes, we're going to be releasing from now on on Thursdays. And the reason is, well, <laughs> the main reason is... Tell him. Break it, break it down for him. <laughs> break it down. It takes me a long time to edit the episodes. <laughs> and um, I've been editing them on Sundays. And um, my wife, very politely, <laughs> asked me, please can you just take Sundays off like normal <laughs> and not be sitting there editing the 451 all day? And, it, and in general, for your own mental health, probably having a Sunday to yourself is not a terrible idea. Not a terrible idea in general. Yeah, absolutely. So let's hope this doesn't throw everybody off. I mean, you're, I'm, I'm sure their whole schedules are built around a Monday release date. I know. I know. I'm, <laughs> I, really? I'm sure they are. I have to admit, I'm kind of sad that we aren't releasing an episode on Martin Luther King Day, which is oh, that's no. true. Oh, that's a good point. We'll talk about it, mm-hmm. and then you'll hear about Martin Luther King Day things a few days after Martin Luther King Day, which is kind of like extending the holiday. There you go. The episode that will be airing a week after you hear this one will be the day before, you know, the day. The day before the day. The the bad day. The the, the worst day possibly. Grumble, grumble. For now, let's let's uh, let's keep that off in the future where it is. <laughs> How mini is this mini? I think so. I think we're going to keep this pretty mini. I mean, we just released an episode on Monday, right, uh, with Emily Ellsworth, which which was yes. great. And so now, for us, it's the day after that, and for our listeners, <laughs> it is a few days after that. What's interesting about that is the the fact that all of the confirmation hearings will happen mm-hmm. today, and you <laughs> listeners know what happened, but we yeah. don't. We don't yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, today and tomorrow, all of them, tomorrow, all of the yeah. confirmation hearings will be taking place and by the time you're listening to this we are we are blissfully ignorant in the past so yeah. i can't believe they all got rejected that's so great oh man yeah so i was thinking like just for this for this little episode one thing that i wanted to do is call out a few different daily lists of things that you could actions that you can take um, and just because yes. we haven't talked about that yet, and I felt like this was a, just a good opportunity just to sort of throw that out there for people in case in case they haven't yet encountered them, and also solicit, um, uh, you know, because I think there are probably more than the ones that we're going to list. So I have my daily um, thing I subscribe to, <laughs> which is from Tali Eleven, yes, who is awesome, yes, yes. and um, her Twitter handle is Chick in Kiev, which. Like she's a chick and she's in Kiev, which is cute. Um, she's amazing and she writes and is a fact checker for the New Yorker. And she has a tiny letter. Is that how you say that? Yes, it is. Tiny. It's a letter, but it's tiny. Okay. Exactly. I yeah. So she has one of those, and you can subscribe, and it's by going to tinyletter.com/resist. Yep. Yep. Yes. And they're great, and she's great, and they're just little concrete things you can do. They're mostly every day. Um, she took a little holiday break, but. Um, it's a great way to kind of stay in touch with what's happening and also, you know, if there's a push to call somebody about a vote that's happening or or 
what have you, she's usually very on top of that as well. So that's a great one that I recommend. Um, I have two questions about this. One, uh, do you have any idea why she is chicken Kiev? Because she actually doesn't I, live in Kiev, I don't think. No, right? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I should ask her. She's, we're, yeah. yeah. We'll get one. back to you on that. We'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking. Um, and two, what? how else would tiny letter possibly be pronounced? I don't like know. The it's too. <laughs> Tiny little. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm just asking questions. Well, so uh, in answer to your first question, I believe in Talia's Twitter bio, she mentions that she is a Russophile. So that might be some oh. relation to her Twitter handle oh, about that. I don't know. And um, here we are just talking about Talia behind her back. Sorry. <laughs> um, hey, Talia. And. Tiny letter. I don't know. You know, these days, kids these days with all these yeah. like websites, yeah. these dot There's coms so many websites. They have. Yeah. There's, How there's about so them many... websites happening? <laughs> no, no. Like NewYorkTimes.com. Um, yeah. So uh, one that I have bookmarked and I look at every day, it's I think you can also sign up for email, but I just I just bookmark it and look at it is Rogan's List. Um, and okay. R- Susan Rogan is a retired university librarian um and a fact checking geek so there's a fact checking like thing that runs through this but um so that's just at roganslist.blogspot.com of course we'll put all these in the show notes but um and yeah it's just a similar list of um of things that you can do and and uh every day and it's really helpful just to sort of i don't even you know sometimes some days I'm just too busy or whatever but like i always try to click on it and just do one thing from the list just so that I'm making sure that I'm doing something every day. Yeah. Jesse, do you have yes. a, a daily listing? Yes, I do. Um, well, actually, uh, if you want to do it a little bit differently, there is one called Wall of Us that I like and because they do it every week mm. on Sunday evenings. They send you four concrete actions that you can take that week. So if you don't, oh, don't want to get overwhelmed nice. every day, if, that, if you just like to process things in one lump, uh, Wall of Us and their Twitter handle is the number one beautiful wall. I love that. I love that. <laughs> cool. I'm also going to, right here, I'm going to drop in this phone call that we got. A listener who called in with her suggestion for uh, a daily action list and here that is okay hi i just came across your podcast i think it's really great and um in response to what folks are doing to combat or to confront the trump presidency a group of brooklyn creatives and myself created um what's called the everyday project at everydayproject.org we started it about two weeks ago. Um, Gloria Steinem just tweeted about us, and what we offer is we send our subscribers very simple daily actions that they can take to prepare themselves for the Trump presidency. All righty. Cool. So, yeah, that's another one, everydayproject.org. I, I want to keep this short. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you? Ideally, right? We want to keep this episode short? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I it's, just, it's, just, it's just in terms of editing two in a week. It's just It just sounds exhausting. So... Um, <laughs> People not doing the editing are like, let's do it every day. Let's like, let's have two hour podcasts and it's fine. We don't need any funding. Just keep editing. Speaking of funding and editing uh, and, uh, you know, the sort of state of the podcast, we recently launched a Patreon. Yes. Is it Patreon or Patreon? It is Patreon. Yeah. Okay. Patreon. Because it's like, it's like patrons. Like a patronage. Gotcha. Yeah. You can find that at uh, patreon.com slash the 451, all spelled out. And um, yeah, we'd really appreciate your support. 
as as it says on there, like we will never make make you pay for anything to hear what we have to say. Um, no, these will always be free, just like most podcasts. Um, but if you can afford it, um, it really helps us. It goes a long way to helping us make it sustainable. And it's like a dollar. I mean, you know, if you can't do it or it like messes with your head to want to sign up for that, which I totally relate to, actually. So don't worry about it. But, you know, it's just a dollar a month or something. I mean, it's not a huge, yeah. Um, yeah, not a huge do- commitment. No. And if you decide that um, you don't want to do it, you can always cancel. It's not like a gym membership where they're like going to come after no. you and be like, you have to pay. <laughs> you can't cancel. We're going to send you like really sad emails when you cancel that are like, we're not. Please don't leave. We're definitely not going to do that. No, we won't do that. We won't do that at all. Oh, God, I hate those. I hate those. Yeah. Don't. In fact, that's our promise to you is that we will never send you a sad email. I'm also kind of against the exclusive content thing, even though that's such a major part of that. Maybe I will eat my words and we'll change our minds. But from my own experience dealing with this, like, I just. A, for the person producing the thing, it's like so much more work. It's just like extra mm-hmm. work. You're already like presumably you you're trying to get compensated for work that you're doing already because it's it's a passion project for you. It, like this is for us. Right. Or to just get paid back for stuff we already spend from our own. Exactly. Money. But but too. but uh, but to put stuff behind a paywall. Anyway, I don't like that either. We most likely. Uh, yeah, I want to leave the door open a little bit, but probably almost <laughs> almost certainly we will not put anything behind the paywall we want you to we want this to be able to be heard by everybody so i mean the podcast definitely won't be behind a paywall thanks to everyone that's already already given um we're we're very humbled by that and um if you can afford it please do thanks so much is there anything else that we want to talk about specifically other than like the confirmation hearings and like the meaning of the word working class and insurance and all that. Oh, yeah. Summer and I, just before you got here, we were having an entire discussion about how words are, are difficult to use. And um, that's a one way of words, it. words like working class or phrases like working class and words like elite mean different things to everybody. And it's hard to talk about them in a way that's constructive. Um, and I was talking about, to quote Bernie, the billionaire class. Um, I was talking about the Coke brothers and um different uh, similar billionaires and what they do and stuff like that. i think that we should save that for the next episode <laughs> no, no no really i do i do i think that's a, that's a good discussion that we can have and also why don't you pitch the dark money book i'm gonna read it so so you want to tell people and maybe ever maybe this can be book club this is gonna be the first uh 451 book club with the book the book is called dark money the hidden history of the billionaires behind the rise of the radical right mm. It is by Jane Mayer, who is a staff writer at The New Yorker, and I believe has been so since 1995. And she's been researching this kind of stuff for like, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Um, it's about the the Koch brothers, but also other similar right-wing extremist billionaires that have planned and funded um, the Tea Party movement and other radical right movements. And their end goal is basically to bring us back to like the 19... 19- I mean, the 1820s in terms of, you know, no... You know, make America great again. America 1820 again. It's like, yeah, no environmental regulations, no work regulations, no child labor laws. Many of them don't even want public schools to exist. Like, it's... Can I ask... My my sense from that book is that you... We all kind of have the idea that the Tea Party was this organic movement that sprung up from, you know, just the people. Uh, but that, but this, this shows yeah. that there was a, a, a flow through with money. With big money. Absolutely. Lots and lots and lots of money. There was a meeting of 
you know, a meeting of, of right-wing billionaire types coming together to plan it. There was branding. There was, really? I mean, this, you know, uh, oh, it's incredible. It, I mean, and also. Is this book um, going to bum us out? Yeah. Is, it, is, is this book, is this book, um. <laughs> is this the, the nuclear arsenal <laughs> article of books? Um, no, but then again, I'm someone that like, look, you can't you can't fix a thing if you don't understand what it is. Exactly. No, that's very true. And it's it's eye-opening and it's interesting. And also a lot of the people in this book are involved in the Trump yeah. land stuff. Um, um, and uh, J- uh, Jane Mayer tweeted at me. She's like, that's right. Thanks for reminding. Mm. Like there's a lot of these people are now in the news. Like mm. the DeVos. I can never say that da- name. Da- DeVos. DeVos. Davos. Davos, whatever the... The edu- education secretary pick. Yeah, yeah, like um, that, that. Who wants to get rid of child labor laws? Right, that family's in there, um, and and it, it's important because a lot of these quote unquote foundations are showing up in the news now. And now I'm like, wait, I know who <laughs> I know who funds that, you know, and that um, is helpful. So yeah, I could talk about this for an hour, so I have to be careful. So so let's let's do that. Here's I I'm just making this up now, and so <laughs> I didn't vet this with you guys, but. Let's <laughs> no, but let's make this the first 451 podcast book club book. Uh, I am gonna I'm gonna spend some time this week reading it. I'm gonna Jesse's like, well, oh great! I just I joined I just joined a, another book club. Now I have two books that I have to read. Two books, two book club. It's time to get time to get that reading on. You don't you don't have to read the book. I want to read this book. No, this book looks really really interesting. <laughs> but if you want to read along with us, Dark Money: The Hidden History of the Billionaires Behind the Rise of the Radical Right by Jane Mayer, you can get it on Amazon. Although actually, yeah. if you can buy it at a local bookstore, oh, yeah. please please do. So, <laughs> Never mind. No, hey, if if Amazon is what is available to you to buy a book, do it. Um, but if there is in any way, oh, you know, if it's possible for you to go to a local bookstore and buy it in person, even if it's even if your only option is Barnes and Noble, please do because we need bookstores to exist in the physical world for well, lots of reasons that I well, can talk I've, about. I've got a time. recommendation too. If if you can't, if you okay. don't have a local bookstore that you can go get it at, um, but you don't want to use Amazon, check out something called Better World Books. Um, it's betterworldbooks.com and they are kind of a conglomerate of a bunch of small independent bookstores from across the country who all kind of came together to try and go against Amazon and a percentage of every book sale goes to charity and they you have the option to make your purchase carbon neutral it's it's all very crunchy it's much better than Amazon yeah you you can also uh, try indiebound.com which will either give you the option of telling you where you can buy your book locally or you can have it mailed to you. Um, so IndieBound is another great one. And also Powell's books. Um, the thing about these things is usually they cost a few dollars more than Amazon. Right. But think of it like, you know, um, so sometimes that's just all you can afford. You can go on Amazon and you can buy a used copy of this book for like a dollar. It's the truth. I'm not, I'm just going to tell you that. But um, the thing is, <laughs> and that's not a secret, um, but you can also get it at the library. But um, is that, you know, you're supporting an ecosystem of intellectual thought of of writers of publishers that can stay you know um i don't know that can still support this kind of scholarship so it's always best if you can to to spend a few extra dollars to buy the book from a nice place i'm sorry this like turned into this whole thing (laughs) (laughs) if you're looking for well no i mean you guys you guys even more than me but you guys really depend on that ecosystem so if you <laughs> if you if you uh if you're looking for a book to read um I'm definitely going to start reading this and and we will be talking I assume much more about it uh in the in the weeks and months ahead. So let's call that a show. Okay. Minnesota. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our mini 
our mini sode. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it <laughs> makes sense why we're doing this. But um, we're scrappy. We're scrappy. We're we're yeah. getting we're getting it together. We're finding we're finding our groove. We're finding where it goes. Do you want to take us home, Summer? Is there anything you want to leave us out with? Um, yeah. Can we can we put in a little clip of Martin Luther King here? Yes. That's maybe okay. that's a good place to go out. And is that legal? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Um, totally public domain. Yeah, here here to take us out t- today. Since we won't be, re- we actually won't be releasing this on Martin Luther King Day. Here is but to get you ready. To get you ready. Yeah. Here's Martin Luther King. There comes a time when one must take a position that is neither safe nor politic nor popular. But he must do it because conscience tells him it is right. And I believe today that that is a need for all people of goodwill to come with a massive act of conscience and say, in the words of the old Negro spiritual, we ain't going to study war no more. This is the challenge facing modern man. Let me close by saying that we have difficult days ahead in the struggle for justice and peace. But I will not yield to a politic of despair. I'm going to maintain hope as we come to Washington in this campaign. The cards are stacked against us. This time we will really confront a Goliath. God grant that we will be that David of truth set out against the Goliath of injustice, the Goliath of neglect, the Goliath of refusing to deal with the problems, and go on with the determination to make America the truly great America that it is called to be. I say to you that our goal is freedom. I believe we're going to get there. Because however much she strays away from it, the goal of America is freedom. 